What's up, what's up, guys? We are live. Welcome to another Underground STL Live episode, a show that brings you a street-level view of the greater St. Louis taking uh, area. Greater St. Louis area. I'm always going to fuck that up. Taking you deep in the topics that matter the most to St. Louisans. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and joining us tonight, we have the guy whose liver it should be donated to science so everybody could see what it's made of and how he keeps going. Uh, God invented alcohol that stops people from taking over the world. Sean Brennan, struggling comedian, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Sean? We got Sean. And then this guy, he is probably one of the most notorious comedians in the area right now. No one likes him. And if you like him, you probably hate him deep down <laughs> at heart. Everybody, the host of the Anthony Rogers Show, Anthony Rogers himself, he's here. What's up, Anthony? What's up, man? You're like, no one likes this guy. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the positive intro. Well, I, 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 I love it. Like, everybody, like, tells me, like, oh, yeah, why, why, do you, why do you do business with that guy? It's like, I like him. They're like, no, you don't. I'm like, okay, why are you in my head? Here, what's going on, man? All right, yeah. And uh, for, the, uh, for the third time on the show. No. Yeah, third time on the show. On time this time. Struggling black comedian Brad Cobb, everybody. Any marks on the calendar this week? No, we did not. We did not. I got here before the white people got here. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know you're on time. That's how you know. That's how you know. Uh, Guys, we got a great show coming up tonight. Make sure. And we also have uh, here's here's a cool thing. We also have a candidate for U.S. Senate tonight uh coming in uh we got uh he's right behind uh he's right behind anthony there uh let's uh let's try and flip it to a bird's eye view here we got rick joiner joining us so he's going to be popping on later uh guys if you have any questions make sure you ask uh mr joiner uh you're running for u.s senate he's running against uh eric greitens he's running against uh the mccloskey guy uh so yeah yeah we're gonna be uh we're gonna be uh, talking to him uh first of all guys what did you think of the uh Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock controversy. It's been a few days. Are we getting tired of it? Are we getting tired of the memes? Are we getting tired of any of that? What are you guys thinking? I love the memes. You love the memes? This incident was just embarrassing, but yeah. the memes are just... Like, yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> comedy gold. Yeah. Uh, did you Did you guys... I mean, obviously, we're all, we're all like... We all do comedy here. You know, we were all kind of on Chris Rock's side, but uh, Anthony, you, you kind of have a, have a strong... View oh, I just, I, as a straight man, as we're hearing the Oscars still happen, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, was yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it was news to a lot of a lot of people that the Oscars just still exist. Do you guys? Do you guys think that it was staged at all? Oh yeah, probably. Do you think it was staged? No. no, you don't think so, Sean. I don't buy that at all. No, that man looked pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> he's going through the shit. Here's the deal. <laughs> There's Sean Break it down speaks. for us. Break Sean it down speaks. for us. We're gonna have to have. Like, I, two I just want to say show. this for all the people who think that Chris Rock is this, that, the third. Let me tell you something. Will Smith. I see why he didn't win the Oscar for Ali, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like, right. that dude's like half your size. You handball smacked him, and he didn't flinch and went on with another yeah, If he slowed it down, he, like, leaned into it and oh, like he held was, his arms around his back. Like, it was like, I think he did it on purpose. Like, Well, yeah. look at what yeah. happened after he got hit. Yeah. That arm went yeah. that right yeah. arm dropped. You, like, let a man hit him. Like, that's I think, insane. Your I think Will stopping. Smith acted uh, in a way that uh, – his wife embarrassed him real bad, and he's trying to win back that respect that she never really had for him, and he's never going to be able to get back. He's yeah, to be, he's trying to be and Bird I think, Man. And I feel bad for him because, you know, in my past, I've been in that situation where there's somebody who just ain't really there for you, and you're all about them and shit, and I think that's what he was trying to do. And it's really sad, but at the same time, don't go slap your fucking comedian brother or friend in the face at the fucking Oscars. That was right. supposed to be his crowning jewel achievement and he yeah. and he made it about her she made him make it about her the oscars are outdated by like that's 20 toxic years. as fuck hollywood doesn't even make movies yeah. like, oscars are outdated for like 20 years like netflix and amazon prime and like all those like private apps make that make the movies they're, they're basically just like sucking their own dick for movies no one's ever seen or even heard of <laughs> like, like the oscars are outdated they're, that's true. they're over I that's mean, true it's just dead that mean, is true hollywood's dead i mean wait so so what what sean was kind of referring to was she cheated on him she, jada yeah. jada smith publicly cheated on will smith publicly came out about it and and i watched that and she said uh i don't look at it as a transgression and she was like i just wanted to feel good it was an entanglement yeah exactly yeah no entanglement let me say this if my woman and she's probably listening if she were to do that to me with jada and august alcina did it wouldn't be an entanglement it'd be an estranglement okay oh literally they'd be tied up to a bed as i walked out of the house and left them there with all of my money now them two when they were tied up to the bed that'd be an entanglement right Right. At this point, we'd like to remind you that Underground STL does not support uh, domestic <laughs> violence. 
<laughs> not at all. Not at all. I like, I like the comment around. Oh, there's uh, there's five people in this room. The comment from Brenner Brooks. My f- two favorite guys. Right, right, right. The other three. The other three suck. I'm not sure who. Yeah. I'm not sure who the two favorite are, but two, Brenda, two of them are in this room. Shout out to Brenda on Facebook. We also got uh, uh, we got we got Sam on YouTube saying sticks and stones. Suck it up, Baldy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. We about Jada. Know, about Jada Smith. I'm oh, guessing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, and like. <laughs> alopecia, like I mean, it's alopecia. It's not like she's got cancer. She's like she a stripper name, alopecia. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> coming to the stage, alopecia on stage one. Get yeah. your dollars handy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she comes out totally, man. totally bald. You know, like oh, halitosis. <laughs> oh, I have halitosis. You can't talk about. My I like I like Brad's man on the street thing. Uh, I like it when when somebody was like, oh yeah, you know, I support Will, and then Brad would ask him, okay, well, should you lay your hands on somebody if they say something you don't like, and they're like. No, you shouldn't do that at all. It's like, yeah. and then Brad's like, "So what the hell are you supporting?" Like, <laughs> no, it was oh, fun. Man. It was fun. A lot of Absolutely. opinions. A lot of opinions. Somebody turned off the mic halfway through. That uh, that, that was me. <laughs> Weird. See, I, as y'all know, Weird I've been you know I've been out of town for a while, so I have to get oh, reacclimated man. back to like technology and stuff. That's all and, right. Like, That's right. I, <laughs> I cannot wait for more man on the street stuff with Brad. Because he goes a hundred and ten percent. There were there was like a time where he were like he was running after guys on bicycles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah, like, he caught a guy like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to get into it. Yeah. Oh man. Coming, yeah. coming, coming to a Hang area on, I'm Brad to come. Hang yeah. on now. Guys, we got a great show coming up for you tonight. Uh, make sure, if you have not already, follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We are on anywhere you listen to uh, uh, podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Beyond FM. We're everywhere. And make sure you, uh, you tell your friends about us because that's really the only reason that we do this is for you guys. And that's the only reason that or the, the way that they're going to find out that we're here. You know, you need to, you need to spread the word here. Uh, speaking of uh, other celebrities, did you guys see that uh, Foo Fighters drummer? Yeah. Away. Yes. Yeah. Terrible. Taylor. Terrible. Taylor Hawkins. It hurt Hawkins, me. Yeah. I love the Foo Fighters. Are you Are you a big Foo Fighters fan? I I am actually. Yeah. Yeah. What's Ever your favorite song about him? Everlong. <laughs> Everlong. What you thought <laughs> I wasn't gonna know? Him? <laughs> I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I had to. Uh, yeah. you, you, you <laughs> what year did that song come out? I was probably I in high know. school. I'm just fucking with I don't know, I don't know that. <laughs> Ninety nine or two thousand. Sean, Sean, were you a big Foo Fighters fan? Man? Yeah. Uh, yeah, when Nirvana ended, it was not that long after that they came out with their debut album, and uh, I bought it on cassette because I'm old. Wow. Ooh, cassette. and uh, it's one of those back in the day when it was CDs and cassettes were both selling um, CDs you bought for singles. <laughs> And so you could skip right to the one song that was good, but that was a cassette you could listen to all the way through. I love it how good. I love it how you're doing like an anthropology class to like. like you're welcome. You're like welcome. <laughs> TikTok generation, thank yeah. you. Just in case you kids didn't know, a cassette was a thing that you used to wind up with uh, the pencil the, uh, pencil when it got all tore up in your tape deck in your car. A tape deck is something you used to play the cassettes that I just. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, Foo Fighters uh, drummer Taylor Hawkins' uh, heart apparently weighed twice that of average. And this is really? from the Daily Wire. Uh, they said, quote, forensic experts are said to have discovered it weighed at least 600 grams, double the average of 300 to 350 grams during an examination following a shock death at a luxury hotel in Colombian capital, Bogota, Colombian? on Friday. Colombian. How many grams oh, do you think were cocaine? Oh, he died in Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> how, how many grams do you think were cocaine? He died no, of a heavy heart. Shut up. He died of a heavy heart. <laughs> This show is sponsored by <laughs> this show. This show is sponsored by Colombian Bam Bam. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that makes you think. Maybe you just shouldn't be doing hard drugs for a long period of time. It's new news, I guess. When you're fifty, yeah, when you're 50 maybe Dare was onto something. Like, well, I mean, Dare, if you're in Bogota, right Colombia, right like you're a professional drug user. Like yeah. no one goes to Bogota for. Well, they were all the story. Yeah, but yeah, I know. I it's you, always yeah. sad when like somebody dies. It should shift for like their family. People actually know them. Yeah, it's like, but it's like a bunch of strangers being like, "Man, he's the reason I work at Subway." You know, it's like just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like that's like my feed. My feed's just like everyone's trying to relate to Taylor Hawkins and make it about themselves and release about the family and it's sad when someone dies and stuff. Uh, and as a man of God, like I don't really care if a guy that's releasing studio six 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 isn't making music anymore. You know, it's like oh yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. I was like country gospel. And I don't really listen to rock. It yeah. sucks. You know, rocks on the dead to me. That was that was but, a whole that was a whole thing. They said like, he died. He died after they were releasing a. a uh, movie about how they were playing yeah, like, Dark Horse and making an album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the whole like I'm like 
Yeah, yeah, isn't Satan cool, kids? You know, it's yeah. like... <laughs> It's just like so ridiculous, man. man. Like, yeah, I think what? Dave Grohl was like, the one with the possession, and they were having to like fight I'm, him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, it something like, like that. Yeah. It's always like, sad when somebody yeah. dies for the, the the family, the wife, the kid, anybody related to him. You know, it's that's sad. But like, right. But for the people that don't actually know him, just making it about themselves, just weird. You know. It's yeah. Like, it's like, man, that was like they released the same album like ten times, in my opinion. But it, like, but two weeks around, you know, maybe some people like this. Like, they think they did it right the first time, just want to hear the same thing over and over again, and don't know what music is. You know? Yeah. What, what kind of music do you like? <laughs> Country gospel, mostly. That's all I listen that's to. That's what I. Yeah. So. Yeah. The same thing over and over again. Well, no, no. We'll name a country gospel song. Uh, Jesus oh, loves everything. Yeah, you don't know country gospel. <laughs> He's making a lot of assumptions about country gospel. Everything. I know anything about it. I'm sorry. I, I thought the Bible was an but, old book. Water no. for my horses and well, a roof for my church. Book. No, it's still an old book. But I'm just saying. You don't Technically, know it's a library. No, it's, but I had yeah, to hear a bunch of people talking about the same thing for 2,000 years. So you years. listen to like Joy, like 99.1 Well, I listen to like country gospel, man. Like, uh, like old stuff. Like, uh, like, That's what like, my kids listen to. Like old, to. old hymns and the old it's stuff like that. The Joy's for wussies. They listen to my contemporary. That's contemporary Christian art, which isn't bad. I'm a grandmother. I'm in a hardcore country gospel. I'd rather yeah. listen to contemporary gospel. Than you know that, that stuff that doesn't Megan need like Megan Stallion. <laughs> well, no, they they found they found drugs in uh in like Taylor Hawkins in a Benzo. rock star's body. Right, I know, I know. Weird. Was it in his prison pocket? <laughs> Actually, I think he gains points for that. The rock stars uh. as of late. <laughs> the rock stars as of late have been kind of soft to me. Like, what happened to the broken hotel rooms and things on fire? Yeah. You know? Oh, they all got canceled. All the like, time. Now they drink canceled. like orange smoothies and well, shit. Well, Motley Crue. Half a Motley Crew are over seventy now. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, that's you gotta sneak the cocaine into your Metamucil. No, <laughs> well, all the talented people get canceled because like their opinions and stuff. Like that's so we're stuck with like the Foo Fighters, right? Oh, right. That's what we're stuck with. Like all the all the it's funny true. people, all the f- smart people, all the talented people, and the, and and the, the Rolling Stones. Are, yeah, yeah. The Foo Fighters are a good band, but you're not seeing that many They're rock okay. bands coming up. They're like you know okay in the late nineties like, or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, one yeah. good album, I guess. You yeah, know, you're not seeing that many rock bands really coming up and like making the big big screen. Like everybody's a rap now. Everybody's a rap now. When's the last time you saw a rock band actually yeah. play at uh they, they at, put on a good show Coldplay? they put on like, a really good show they, they, put put on rock, yeah. they are rock stars because they play a fucking rock, rock and roll Coldplay is a rock band they like do the Dave Matthews band they do the whole heavy thing, metal band they, they switch they switch uh, positions from, from this instrument to that and the fans love that. They bring up a fan like every show. They do, yeah. They yeah. they crush covers and they do their own songs oh, really well. There's the whole show. If you actually have ever seen a rock and roll show in your life, I'd be surprised because like Anthony said, rock kind of sucks nowadays, but they actually put on a good rock. Yeah, it's like, it's like everybody's like, man, uh, Nirvana's session drummer is really talented. <laughs> like, that's like what I hear every time. I'm like, man, Kirk Cobain really worked hard for Dave Grohl's career, you know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Man, you know what I mean? They kill the talented guys, like Kurt Cobain, the talented guy. You know, they kill him, they cancel him, and we're stuck with like Dave Grohl, like getting his walker out. Like, here's all, here, here's the no, same. No, he pulled again. a Will Smith. He slapped himself. Yeah. Kurt Cobain. There's places guys with CGI. Oh, Kurt Cobain. Oh, man. He slapped himself. Is it, it's been long enough. Before, before we yeah. get any darker here, yeah. uh, inflation, high As gas though we're prices. Not dark enough. <laughs> inflation, high gas prices, war. Will Smith going crazy. It's almost like it's the end <laughs> of the world and that'll bring us to our featured song tonight by sonic candy guys stick around Son. we have ricky joiner coming on vote if you guys Joyner. any yeah yeah seriously so vote for him. we don't know yet we don't know just uh, vote for him we're gonna we're gonna talk to him any any questions you want to ask and all that kind of stuff but uh guys right now here is sonic candy
I'm your host, Sam Ten Zero tonight. All right, nice to meet you. Hey, thanks guys, thanks. So, uh, my preferred adjectives are handsome, intelligent, and humorous, okay? And if you refer to me by any other adjectives, it's a fucking hate crime, alright? I'm gonna sue your ass, alright? That's what we- You know, we always say, oh, you know, don't blame kids for, you know, for parents get divorced and it's not your fault, little Johnny. Have you met some of these motherfucking kids? <laughs> you ever seen the kid on your I want pizza, I want pizza. That, them, they're not together anymore. <laughs> That's, that relationship ended, okay? That was Sonic Candy. Check them out wherever you listen to music. Also, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. And tell your friends to follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You do it too if you have not already. Also, check out uh, Renegades of Comedy Tour coming up. We'll have dates. Uh, that was shot at Ray's Bar. Shout out to Ray's Bar on Morgan Ford. Jay uh, Finney's. Yeah, Jay Finney's. We're going to be there. Gonna be there April 12th. Jay Finney's in Jeff City. Uh, yeah, man. Jeff City's got all the uh, the politics going on. What? Yeah. Stooges in Jackson, Missouri, the 16th. So, yeah. Uh, guys, I'm very excited to bring this next guy on. Uh, Ricky Ricky Joyner with his guardian angel on his shoulder. <laughs> Look at that, yeah. So, uh, so Rick, Rick, do you prefer do you prefer Rick? Do you prefer Ricky? I mean, like I've seen it, I've seen it written different ways in different articles and stuff. Rick. Rick. Is it? Are we, are we on? Is he on? Is his mic? Yeah. There we go. Okay. What? You prefer Rick? Rick, okay. Just fine. There we go. That's perfect. Brad, did you turn off his mic again? What the hell, man? Gosh, <laughs> I, can't I don't know it. what it is, man. So, so you're running for you're running for U.S. Senate of uh, Missouri, yes. Missouri Senate seat. Yes. Uh and uh, you're you you're against some heavy hitters, man. So you what, what are you running as? I'm running as a Republican. As a Republican, okay. Yeah. And have you always been a uh, have you have you always been a Republican? Or um, is it just like something like recently where you always like more I've conservative? I've always been a Republican. Always been a Republican? Yes. Okay. Uh, why Why are you like, you know, everybody's got, you know, reasons why. Like, what would you say is because nowadays, like you say Republican people, you know, shudder in fear and they're like, oh, wow. You know, what would be the reason that you would say that you that you're like, no, I'm a I'm a Republican. No, I just think the time is right for me to do what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, uh, they, we uh, we get to the point where we just start sending people to Washington D.C. and then we just forget they just forget about us, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm I'm a common person, uh, a grassroots person, you know, a Christian, and uh, I believe in just making things right. I was put on this earth to do something, and I just felt that this was my calling. So I just felt that the timing was right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, so with. Uh you're you're going up against some. I'm getting the keys all mixed mixed up because I'm so into it. Uh, you're getting the. Uh, you're you're going against uh, in, in the in the Republican Party. You're going against Greitens, Eric yes. Greitens, and you're going against uh, is it Tim McCloskey? Mark Mark McCloskey. Mark, Mark McCloskey. Yes. Mark McCloskey mm -hmm. uh, who who had all the uh, you know the guy in the pink shirt with the AR-15 and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, that guy. So that, I mean, you're yeah, going against some some heavy hitters. Um, and, and then there's a whole bunch of other people. I mean, do you do you think you have a chance against them? What what makes you stand out from from guys like that well like i said before uh we always send the wrong people mm -hmm. to the wrong places uh i'm from well this is what from the streets uh mm -hmm. underground stl yeah. quick, streets. quick thing uh, where, where can people find information on you at like all the you know it, it starts today i'm just yes, now sir. coming out you know with my uh campaign and everything I had to make sure that i get all the paperwork. Yeah, they've had a lot stuff. going on in, in, in Jeff City as far as the redistricting and things of that nature. Me. No. It don't? No. Okay. Statewide. No. Statewide. All right, let's yeah, go. Statewide. But yeah, no, you're from you're from the streets though. I mean you're 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 from North City. 
Yes. You were saying, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I grew so, up in North St. Louis. Gotcha. Back when the crab packing house was there, the pigs <laughs> used to go squeaking. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hyde Park area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I mean, you feel like you feel like you're a little bit more connected to I'm, the people. I'm very much connected to the people. I can go anywhere in the city of St. Louis. It doesn't matter, and I could just blend right in and just have any yeah. kind of conversation. A lot of people gravitate towards me, and you know, we have decent conversations. Yeah. One th- one thing that I've seen with like politicians and stuff like that out there, you know, I like I see this with like Kamala Harris and stuff like that. They they kind of like um, their their backgrounds. They kind of fudge their backgrounds a little bit. You, you know, it, like they tell half truths. Like, oh, maybe I did this. You know, I grew up in like a mining town. You know, and I was in I was in those mines and like all that type of stuff. Or like, yeah, I grew up here. We celebrated Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and this and that. And it's like it's kind of you, you just kind of see the the BS. You know, but you're you're you didn't forget about your roots at all. You're you. That actually makes you strong. Yeah, I will never forget about my roots. And, you know, I will never forget about uh, when I get to D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to claim it. Or I'm going to be pregnant with it for nine months. I mean, for five months, I mean, yeah. you know, like a seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that being said, uh, I, I'm, I'm right here. For the people, I want to be able to stay connected with the people, and I want the people to be able to contact me. Transparency is one hundred percent, Ricky Joyner. Yeah. Can I can I ask a can sure. I ask a question? Um, so you say you're from the north side. My dad grew up on the north side. Okay. Um, I'm a St. Louis guy all the way through. Um, so what, what's like your what what is important to you? What what specific issues are you looking to address moving forward with your uh, political career? Uh, like we said before, when we were on it off the air, uh, we were talking about schools. Yeah, education is very important. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, very important. I think that most teachers, whether they be in Catholic schools or public schools, uh, are we, they're very underfunded. Yeah, they are. And our kids need to learn. It's all about the future. You know, it's all yeah. about our kids. And if we don't start doing something now, mm-hmm. then we're in trouble. For sure, uh, under education, I think is the biggest problem this whole country has. Uh, yes. We're we're pumping out uneducated uh, people that don't have foresight and don't have empathy and things like that, and they don't know how to make something out of themselves. Yeah. So what's what's crazy is like important. what's crazy is I saw somewhere that we have the lowest standardized test scores right now across the nation, but we're giving out more and more college degrees than we ever have before. So it's like, are we are we actually teaching them to be stupid? Like, are we educating them en- just enough, getting them in debt and all this type of stuff? And, yeah. it, you know, and yeah. it's like, do you really want to raise kids in, you know, a system like that? So, well, I think that, you know, as far as the education is concerned, that we should uh, start teaching finance. I don't we, yes. don't, we don't. Yeah. Yes. And we should start at an early age. I mean, yeah. if they can do it in other countries. We should be able to do it here, right here in the United yeah. States, and that's a part of. And even if we don't do it in the United States, we should do it right here in Missouri. We Missouri is, is sits right in the middle of the map. We're supposed to be the gateway to the West, right? And therefore, when I become senator, I want people Ooh, to be able to all come. Right. I, I yeah. want I want people to Confident. see, see, hey. What are they doing in St. Louis that we're not doing down here in California? What are we doing in St. Louis yes. that we're not doing over here in New York, bed New York or somewhere? Or right. What are we doing that they're not doing in Wisconsin? I want people to be able – I want this this state just to be a flyover state. Yeah. I want them to come here and be able to say, hey, look, they're teaching this in, in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why education is very important to me because, uh, like you said before, we, we, we just can't keep pumping out degrees and, and nobody's really – Learning anything. anything, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, along scared. the lines of the participation trophy. Yes, you know, show seriously. up, you show up, and you get a degree, uh, and you get debt. That's uh, a yes. good way to put it. Yes, I have a question, if you don't mind. Um, and let's just get it out. You're an African American <laughs> in the state of Missouri. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I do. I, I didn't. Thanks for pointing that out. I didn't know that. No, no, Steve. You know, who got his hands I, 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 I just thought that I was an American. Green. You know, I, after, <laughs> so, it's not about race and color or anything. Uh, like well, no, I'm a human I'm, being I'm, first. I'm saying this in the sense of just political <laughs> strategy, right? Right. So you're an African American, right? Grassroots, running as a Republican, which is not common. You're doing something that not. I don't know. If I it's, think it's a lot more common than people not think. Missouri. What do you mean not common? I'm like not someone running for U.S. Senate in Missouri, who I feel is a very tangible candidate to win the Senate seat. So with that being said, you're going to have to, a lot of times in politics in the state of Missouri, the Republicans tend to foster the more rural areas because I guess that's where the bulk of their votes come from, more rural areas on the Republican side. So what is your strategy to 
go into those communities like Kansas City, Missouri, the Boot Hill, those areas where they're, you know, more diverse, a lot more minorities and things like that to try to pull, garner some of that support from the minority community? What are some of the, maybe not specific ideas, but just some of the general ideas you have about helping both sides of the coin and being able to bridge that gap that we have in this state? Well, great question. Thank you. Uh, second, I want to say that, like I said, I'm very approachable. Mm-hmm. There's nothing plastic about me. Uh, I'm not the type of man uh, that's just going to be like, hey, I need your vote. Uh, help me out, you know, and then forget about you. Like I said before, I want to be transparent. Uh, now, I, like I said, I also just now coming out today. Mm-hmm. Right. And I okay. thank you for having me on this platform. Hey, no and I hope no, you we appreciate back you being again, here. You know, thank because, you. Because uh, you helped my good friend back here, Anthony, you know, uh, <laughs> boost his when he was running for the first congressional seat. Right. And, and so with that being said, you know, I think that I have a real good shot at it. It has to do with timing. Mm-hmm. And I just think that the timing is right. And I think that I can go in there and do the job and get the job done. Also, I also want to put out there that it when I go to D.C. Speaking of true existence now. Because, because this has never been done. And I, like I said, I'm going to be very transparent about the whole situation. I plan on donating part of my salary towards back to back here to Missouri to any nonprofit organization here because we need help here. Right. right. We always send people up there. We're sending billionaires and millionaires up there. I'm a grassroots guy. Yeah. My mother raised me. And like I said, when she raised me, she raised a good man. So, therefore, I'm doing what's right. I feel what's right in my heart. I'm not going to lose my way. I've never been able to be bought. You know, so, so you're so more Ricky than Republican. That's you're true. just Ricky. No. You're just that's your party banner, but you're you. You don't want nobody to just right. say, "Oh, I'm this or I'm that or I'm going to be this." No, no, let me prove to you. No, what I'm I don't want to be. be a puppet. I don't no. want to be a puppet. That's right. I want to be my own man. I want to be able to stand for something and be able to be proud because I'm a Missourian first. Right. That's yeah. right. So I mean, like, like, so we we talked about like policies and stuff like that. Like you you were saying teaching finance in school, which I to, which I totally get, you know. And and that's that's the thing. Like you know, kids need to learn how to balance a budget. You know, kids need to learn this instead of going out because as soon as they turn eighteen, they're getting into debt with college. They're getting into like twenty four grand in debt automatically as soon as they start their adulthood. And they probably were never taught finance in school, or if they did, it's a really watered down version. Yeah. What other? Uh, what other things would you change? Like that—that's one. What what other ideas do you have to bring to the table as senator that that would help better Missouri, not just Missouri, but America? As are we well? just talking about education, or we're we talking about just in, education? In I mean, anything, anything yeah. that you, anything that you well, got. I mean, well, I mean, the country's I, I, in pretty bad shape right now. I hear I mean, it a lot about uh, defunding the police. I'm not, I'm not for that. Yeah, I believe in uh, re-educating the police, and um, I think that would help. Uh, also, uh, I, like I said, I can't do a hypothetical on policy because I'm not in the position to do hypotheticals on policy at this moment. But uh, once I get to DC, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Then I'll be able to look into that and be able to answer that question fully. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget that. Like when you're running for like an office, you don't run everything. (laughs) Like you have to work with other people and a lot of people vote for you and they'll be like, well, he didn't go up there. He, you know, this is like, uh, make a lot of empty promises. I I have to get votes to do stuff like they don't work like that, you know, but I feel like in our state, specifically in Missouri, one of the biggest issues, besides the gas, of course, but one of the biggest issues that we're dealing with is the crime. And as someone who has been incarcerated, and as someone who would be lobbying on the behalf of Missouri citizens in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. what do you feel, not your exact policy, but what are some of the things that you feel that you could do to not only maybe in uh, some of the crime or lower some of the crime in our state, but also curb the, with the ed- mix of education and everything, be able to kind of send people another way as opposed to just oh, go to prison, go to jail. Well, um, I think that we should go back and look into the uh, crime bill. And what I mean by that is that we need to, like, they have like 100, I think it's like 100 yards from a school. 
if you caught the punishment is 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 kind like of like selling crack in front of school or something like that. Like it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We should do that. I mean, I mean, who wants to go to the ballpark in fear? Who wants to go to a right. hockey game in fear? Who wants to go to the Enterprise Center or the Savage Center or anywhere? Or go just see a play somewhere in Fox Theater or we're going to go down on the hill or go even go to the zoo. We should. I, I really believe that we should come up with some kind of law where you know that, that guns are. If you're caught with a gun in that area, then you know the crime is going to be very, very extensive. Right? Yeah, I mean, they already do or something like, like violent, that. Even just violent crimes. Yeah, and violent like if you got a rap sheet, you you've uh, you've got assault and, and things like that on your rap sheet. I I feel like those things go hand in hand, like uh, unregistered weapons and whatever, blah blah blah. But in Missouri, we don't really have to worry too much about that. But as far as the violent crimes go, I think that's like there's a lot of people in jail for drugs, but I think. The violent offenders are the one we need, the ones we need to worry about. I think that, in my opinion, I think that drug addicts need to go to rehab, not uh, con college, right, right? Where they learn how to be better criminals. I agree. You know, I know a lot of guys that went to prison and were much worse than when they went in before. Like as far as because you know it's not a, it's not a healthy setting. It's not it's no. not it's not conducive to the growth of an individual. <laughs> you know, and I, no, I, I that's true. Yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah. No. And, and like getting back to like your your point, you know, like baseball games and hockey games, and you know, like the arch. Yeah. If you if you get caught, that's federal grounds right there. It, whatever you get caught doing on arch grounds is magnified. You know, I, I don't know how much or whatever. It but should be. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's these it, guys that are robbing the the the. the amateur league the ahl guys that are yeah. going to play for the blues are getting robbed yeah on the way to their cars yeah. and it's like it's like that's revenue like uh kmov uh channel four they're they're leaving downtown st louis i think they're going to maryland heights they you get you get businesses like that leaving a city and i don't know if it's necessarily due to the crime they might have just gotten a good deal in uh you know in maryland heights or something like that but i mean they're, they're leaving that's revenue loss yeah and and so now now the city now the city's suffering and then what kind of businesses are leaving the state then you know, and and that's sure. you know, it, yeah. it just kind they of don't, they don't feel as protected. And exactly, I think that the funding of the police thing is a lot of people on either side of the political spectrum look at it differently. But I think what reasonable people are thinking: well, we need to spend less money on tanks for the police, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not less police; right. it's less militarization of police. Yeah. It's not a blank check yeah. to the cops you know I mean? just because it's a cop. You know, it's like, oh, you're a cop. Here's some money. No, I and I, I have no problem with the police. They have a job to do. They got to do their job. Uh, firemen, first responders, all those individuals. Um, let's say, quick question. What did you <laughs> think? It's never quick. It's never quick. It's never quick, quick Brad. What did you think? Yeah. Well, he one of all of us. He wanted to answer quick. this a lot. He better get make ready. It, make it quick. COVID-19. <laughs> COVID-19. What would you have done if you were Sam Page? Well, he's, uh, well, well like I said before, I, I don't do hypotheticals. I can't speak for somebody okay. else. So if you were uh, a I can't senator, do what what? That's still a like hypothetical. The, the, okay, as a man, as you, as Ricky, it's still, what? It's still a hypothetical. <laughs> no, it's, it's all hypothetical. Yeah, okay. I can't do a hypothetical. I just because I can't speak on something that I. Have what was in, what right. was one thing before before we move on to the next uh, segment? What what was the was there a tipping point? Was there a breaking point for you where you were, you know, always kind of considering running for Senate? But was there a specific moment for you where you were like, I'm throwing my hat in the ring? Like, that's it. I'm done. I'm throwing it in. Okay, well, let me give you a little history then. Okay. Um, um, uh, back in the 80s, um, I've always been into politics. You know, I've helped a lot of politicians here in St. Louis uh, run, whether they were Democrat or Republican, it didn't matter to me mm-hmm. if they were friends of mine or not, you know, but at the end of the day, uh, I helped and I looked at it and I was like, wow, you know, I like that. So me being a former business owner, and I, I used to own three different businesses in three different locations, you know, 15 employees, uh, me being a, a business owner, I was like, well, I got to be a part of the community. So I ran for uh, the president of the Cherokee Business District. And a lot of stuff that's going on down there on Cherokee Street, yours truly, had something to do with it because I was president of the association down there. Wow. So, a good job. A lot of people don't know that. Good but, job. But uh, I look back and I, I tell this story a lot, and and uh, it's a true story. And uh, I helped with the Cinco de Mayo and, and stuff down there because we were trying to develop um, the Cherokee 
Cherokee business district like the U City district with Blueberry Hill. Yes. You know, yes, because yes. when I was there, you know, it, there was still prostitution and stuff going on down right. there on Cherokee Street. We cleaned all that up. And that's what I'm saying as far as we can do uh U City or uh on Blueberry Hill over there on Delmar or we can do Cherokee like that. We should be able to do the whole state. Yeah. We should yeah. be able to collectively come together, you know, and uh find a solution for this high crime that's going on in this city. I love my city. And uh, I want to be a part of this city as your United States Senator. And, you know, I'm not going to forget about my city because it's very important to me that everybody knows that we are the gateway to the West. I mean, that we're number one. Mm-hmm. We're second to none. That's right. Woo! Same yeah. Louis. Yeah, Same got my yeah, vote. Absolutely. You got my vote. Yeah, absolutely, man. Ah. Uh, Guys, we're going to have uh, Ricky sticking around, Ricky Joyner uh, staying around. But first, uh, don't be a victim. Be a victor. Be like Ricky. Which brings us to our next featured song tonight by Echoes from Ashes. Stick around. We're going to be talking about Albert Pujols finally returning to St. Louis. Are you mad? Are you sad? Are you glad? Whatever. Uh, But for now, here is Echoes from Ashes. All 
All right, guys, that was Echoes from Ashes. Make sure you check them out wherever you listen to music. Make sure you follow our platform, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, and tell your friends about us, okay? Underground St. Louis, we go deep. We are back with uh, Anthony Rogers. Anthony Rogers is back on. Okay, I, uh, I don't yeah, tell a lot on. of jokes here and stuff like that. We're like kind of a fun show. I don't be yeah, serious yeah. real fast, though. So, um, the people he's running against are, are terrible leaders for our country, basically. I, from my perspective, I'm not speaking for him, but you're I'm talking, saying, you're saying, talking, I'm saying, right? My opinion, I think these people are like, they may be good men, whatever. They're not good for the office or position or representation of America or Missouri, in my opinion. Uh, I, I met this guy the other day, and he's already he's already won me over. Uh, I just threw this, and I, I, I'm personally endorsing him. And I'm saying, that, like, uh, the 60,000 people that voted for me, if you guys would vote for Rick as well and help get him to DC, um, we'd really appreciate that because we, we just need to take, like, we need to help our country, man. It's about that. It's not a popularity game, it's not anything like that. It's, it's a real, it's a, <laughs> this is real life. This yeah. is this isn't Facebook. This is real life. We need a good man like Rick in office, and that's my endorsement. Like, why? Why? Well, and, well and, thank you. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I mean like, that. And I'm not. And I'm not trying to. You know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Why? Why do you think that Greitens and McCloskey are just bad for the scene? I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of either one of them either. But why? Why do you think that they're bad? Well, Greitens stepped team? down from governor because he wasn't fit for the job. So he, that's one guy. Uh, okay. Mark, Mark McCloskey, in my opinion, is pushing is pushing <laughs> violence and divide and separation versus unity and, and and the future of our country. And I think this man right here is way more fit than these guys, like from my perspective. And I think if you're thinking about voting for those guys, you should rethink it and vote for uh, vote for Rick. Yeah. And the primaries, like when's the primaries? Your, your primaries? August the second, I believe. Yeah, August the second is midterms. It's very important to get out there. Vote for Rick Joyner. Um, Register to vote. Yeah, re- make sure you're registered. Make sure everything's good. Because I mean, we just need to like think about your kids' future. Think about every like this is the future of our planet right now. And like I, I know it's fun to, to vote for a guy that's on a meme like McClowski or something, but that's not good for the country. You know, that's all I'm saying. It's not a popularity contest. It's about it's about real th- life. Yeah, I think I think most of it most of the time it's uh, people people just vote for. Whoever they see, they're they're like, oh, I recognize that name. Oh, you know, yeah, the party that I, you know, that I think is good. Yep, yeah. boom, click, done. Yeah. Like at least it's better than that guy. But it's like, no, you need to you need to look. deeper. But what kind of it. results are we getting? Exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, exactly. Yeah, same seriously. results. Seriously. And if you're one of the sixty thousand people that voted for me, vote for him. Like that's he, why like, I'm gonna, running for United States Senate. Yeah. Because uh, we're getting the same results. You know, I, it goes back to when I was a child, and my mother used to say all the time, "Oh, I'm not voting." I said, "No, mother, we have to vote. Uh, we have to vote." And uh, we send the wrong message when we don't vote so i would advise everybody please get out and vote if you don't vote for me just get out and vote because your democracy is in is, is in the balance right now yeah on definitely. top of that i'm not trying to throw fear out there to people all i'm right. saying this is real life you're, you're not know, trying to scare people you know, you're no, trying to prepare people no, you're trying to prepare I, them no. for what's coming and you that's know? why yeah. i said i'm approachable you know so yeah I mean, and, and and i'm 100 transparent so you know once i get to dc you know i'll be very much transparent because uh that's what we need yeah we need to we need to make a change that's why my campaign is vote for rick joiner you know voice of change yeah voice for the people yeah well and, okay so so here's <laughs> voice of change Here, I got voice this. for voice the of people. change voice for the people my mom is watching live okay and <laughs> usually usually when she watches live oh let me let me trouble <laughs> yeah usually when she watches live she, she's she wants me to me have like, a time out <laughs> she's telling me like brad needs to be on time anthony's just he's just <laughs> going wild oh, yeah. sean sean dropped the f-bomb Seven times in one sentence, you know, and it's like, but she just she just texts me this. She's watching live. She goes, "He is distinct. He is distinguished and sincere. He has yep. my vote. I like. Thank him. you. So there awesome. you go. I really yeah. do appreciate yeah. it. I don't, I don't know you yet, but I'm going to meet you. you got, <laughs> look, yeah. you got three people already. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, let's pump up the vote. That's, Absolutely, let's keep it going. Missouri needs it. All right. So, are you a baseball fan? Yes, I am. All right. What do you think of uh, Albert Pujols coming back to St. Louis? He just uh, he signed a deal worth 2.5 million. Uh, according to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, he's 42 years old, and uh, he's coming back for uh, one season with the Cardinals. I think it's great for the city because yeah. it's going to help put us back on the map, you know, yeah. and uh, all eyes will be on St. Louis, and I think we have a good shot at running, getting the pennant this year. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was, they're, they're actually motivated. They're actually just over, just, just they're ready to go. Now, is, Yacht, is Yachty retiring? Yes. Is he, is he retiring? He's yes. not going to play with, no. with Pujols? Yes, no, they're going to play. No, the, the, last the big three are playing. Okay, got Wayne, Wayne Wright is Wayne a possibility Wright. of may okay. retire, and then okay. you have... Because uh, I know they were talking last season Pujols. doing it. I know that they were talking last season trying to do it, but he went to the Dodgers or, or what, yes, whatever it was. Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think I'd go and see games again. You know, like the old... 
the old three back together, you know, the the boys, you know, one more time. You Most know? definitely. So, yeah. You watching March Madness at all? The who? March Madness? No, I'm not really basketball? a big baseball, I mean, basketball fan. Oh, okay, I haven't okay. seen basketball since Jordan was in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. Yeah, I know Pete. Yeah. I'm definitely a hockey fan, though. Yeah, I've been yeah. a hockey fan since the cho- checker dome. You are St. Louis, and I'm not, no That's basketball, right. hockey, That's and right. baseball. That's yeah, about, what That's about right. football? A lot of you don't know that as the checker dome used to be down there yeah, for 40 in Forest Park. Yes, sir. What about football? Are you a Football guy, yeah, I am. Uh, what's your What's your favorite football team? Uh, the Patriots were my favorite team. Ooh. Were, uh, but you don't like Super Bowl champions. But I'm a Missourian first. I'm gonna keep pumping it out. You know, <laughs> it's like three one four day today. You yeah. know, I'm gonna keep pumping it out. Uh, and so Kansas City is the closest city to us. So you know, I, I go down there all the time. And there are wonderful fans in Kansas City. Oh, oh yeah, just Kansas wonderful. You can just go great there and place. have a ball. Just going yeah. to anywhere of those football. We games. did. Uh, we we asked a guy from uh, from Y98. He was here in the studio, uh, Pat Booz. And we said, uh, who do you think has the better fans, uh, Cardinals or Chiefs? And, you know, he, he went on Cardinals, and then other people were like Chiefs. And some guy told me that he was like, you can't compare the two, man. You can't. You really can't. They're Missourians. And, uh, ab- absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, it, like exactly. They're Missourians and this and that. It's like one's football, one's baseball. Why are we really arguing about this? But, yeah, man, Chiefs fans, man, like Sean says all the time, they believe, man. They, they Chiefs do. fans believe. It's awesome. Like, yeah. When they have a football game, you have to get there at 5 in the morning. Yeah. yeah, games yeah. not till twelve. I I have never been to one at Arrowhead Stadium. You, you I've never been to a game. I need love to. I need hey, to look, when I become senator, I'll come grab you and we go hey, down there together. Man. How about yeah, that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll invite you. We'll just sit in the cheap seats. You know, just have a great time. <laughs> we always we always joke around about my apartment here uh, that the studio is in, and I'm like, man, this guy's coming in. He's running for senate. He might be president one day, and he's coming in. He's like, all right, you got paper towels? I didn't see any paper towels. I'm not running for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God! That. Yeah, there you know, go. I wash my hands. There we go, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Pools coming back, man. Uh, were you guys? Were you guys upset when he left? You know, Ooh. I know. I know that. I think it was more of his wife that really caused uh, a stink about it. Like she was saying that they don't appreciate him. They don't appreciate us talking about the city of St. Louis. It's like, what are you talking about? They appreciate you, a lot more in L.A., dude. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. First it's, off, it's, it's in St. Business. Louis, if it's you're business. on a World Series team and you're like a you know a franchise player, it's business. You're gonna go. You're gonna get a statue in front of the in front oh, of yeah. the stadium. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So he's like, why would I leave that? I ain't getting no angel statue. I went for the money. He's like, it, I'm it going business. back to St. It's Louis. It's all business. Right. So get my. Go home as a hometown boy because to me he's a hometown boy yeah. at this point. It's so all business. We love having him. I had I had a uh, counselor in Boy Scouts and uh, I forget I think his name was what troop were you in? He didn't I was in I was in a six forty five. I was, was in was troop twenty six. Okay, there you go. I thought you looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't even know if you were born. <laughs> but no, I, no, he said that he roomed with uh, Mark Burley, Pat Mark Burley, the White Sox pitcher. Uh, I think I think that's his name in college, and he said that he played against Pujols, and uh, in, in college, and he says like, uh, he, you know, there's people asking like, oh, is Pujols like really what age he says he is? Like, is he older or whatever? And he was like, no, man, that dude's just a big, big guy, and he's the only guy to ever really, and this this is the legend that he was the only guy to ever really force uh, Tony Larusa's hand. Apparently, they were down at like spring training, and he was hitting. And he was just in college at the time. And Mark McGuire came and grabbed Tony LaRusso and was like, you got to see this kid. And he came in and he, they signed him. Like it was, yeah, he's one of the only guys. Tony LaRusso, old school baseball guy. We love him. Tony LaRusso. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like he's part of the family with Tony yeah. LaRusso. Yeah. And so, yeah, so he he was the only guy to really like force Tony LaRusso's hand. Like I got to I gotta sign this guy, you know. So, yeah, man, I'm. That's how I feel about you guys. Oh, thank you. Man. Oh, thank you. Number love. Well, when you do become senator, that's right. If if you don't take us to a Chiefs game, uh, there's hell to pay, man. <laughs> no, you heard it first, right here, Absolutely. underground. Absolutely. STL, right here. First. Your, your future senator is going to take you to a Chiefs game, and we're going to have a great time. We're going to sit in the Chiefs seats now. Remember that. We're going to sit in the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know, you got to save money. We got a budget. You, you know, budget. that's right. The night of your election victory, you're going to be in Jeff City or wherever <laughs> your election headquarters are at in St. Louis or whatever, and you're just going to see this 
Harry White guy in the corner yeah. tapping his foot. Going, where's, where's, where's my, my ticket? Where's my ticket? Where's my ticket? We're, 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 we're going to exchange number after the show. So <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be good. Absolutely. Like I said, we're, we're family now. Nice. That's right. Nice, I love nice. it. I love it. Guys, thank you all for watching another episode of Underground STL Live. Make sure to follow Ricky Joyner. Be on the lookout for, for him. Vote for him. Follow Ricky him. Joyner, support him. Change, Absolutely. The people. Uh, also, we are going to be at... Cusimanos after this in Maplewood at 9 o'clock. Comedy starts. Drinking starts at 7. Drinking's already started. So we will be there at 9 o'clock doing uh, stand-up, all that type of stuff. Uh, not not politically correct. I mean, we are we're going to exercise our First Amendment free speech. Uh, Ricky, thanks for coming on. Rick, it was a pleasure. Rick, I hope you yeah. had me back on again. You know, be, uh, Absolutely. I, I really enjoyed myself yeah. tonight. And uh, yeah. I want to say before I go uh, to all your listeners, I'm very transparent, and if you need to talk to me, then that's fine. We can let's let's have a conversation because I want to know what you're thinking, so I can be able to think the way you're thinking and give you exactly what you need right here in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm gonna cry. I ain't heard that I'm one before. Cry. I'm gonna cry. I might have to vote Republican. I don't know, guys. <laughs> Guys, thank you all for watching Underground STL Live. We go live every Wednesday night for at 7 p.m. Underground. Take care. And as always, we go deep. deep. Yeah, baby.